do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Regadana, and with me as always, Richie Byrne. And <laughs> we had boy, do we got a great episode for you today. No, we're having uh, foos early, but yes, we have a great. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm excited, uh, Joey. If we have the clip, we'll go into it. Um, I don't know if you have it up and ready, but and uh, on a much lighter note. <laughs> Saturday Night Live is back this weekend. After a month of being off, what do you think the chances are that somebody will portray you? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they did, who, which actor would you want to play you? Um, here are some suggestions that I've heard. Ben Stiller, Brad Pitt. Which one? <laughs> oh, Brad Pitt, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. I love it. He, the man has a sense of humor. He got yeah. a funny bone. He's not getting grumpy. That he. I I think he'll end up hosting Saturday Night Live when all this is said and done. That might happen. You know, he, for somebody that smart to have that kind of a funny bone, that it's like, all right, uh, they're gonna make fun of me. Yes, yeah, it's a fucking mullet. It's a mullet, okay, people. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Brian. Okay, a couple of things before we start. Uh, first of all, Saturday Night Live is going live on tomorrow night. I wonder how they're going to do that. The The funny thing is, is most people don't even know they were shut down for a month. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering how they're going to do that. I guess they're just going to do like we're doing. Which, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, maybe the cast will do... Uh, just the cast? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, the cast and crew, that's more than the uh, the amount of people. Maybe they got zoom lens cameras. I don't know. <laughs> Very odd. Now, here's the thing, guys. A couple of things. Well, we were going to tell them something up front, uh, Mark. What was it? Oh, oh boy. Uh, You're asking me. Uh, well, you know, we start the show uh-huh. a very, <laughs> very specific way. Yes. Um. So how we normally do. Oh, wait, our guest is here. We had a little technical difficulty, which, um, Richie, when you are not the low man on the totem pole when it comes to technology, we know uh, that's a good day. So let's bring him in. More he's, guest. He's, a, he's a great guy. We have a clip we're going to show of him, and then we'll bring him right out. Our really good friend. We love him. Make some noise. James Matterin in the house. Just gonna shock you, I was not good at sports though. Yeah, whoopsie cakes, yeah, I wasn't. I was horrible at Little League Baseball, I was the worst. I was the kid who would bat last and play right field, and when I was at the plate, the third base coach would say this wonderful thing to me. Um, hey buddy, a walk's as good as a hit. It's okay, a walk's as good as a hit. Let me tell you, if you play um, baseball and they tell you a walk's as good as a hit, um, you should quit and play soccer, let's be real. <laughs> Because it ain't working out. James, goddamn mattering in the house. What up? Boy, I didn't know that clip was being played. Huh? If you told me you're playing that clip with that beard, I would have fucking not done this. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't like the beard? 
Yeah, I didn't like lots of things. The beard I was, was one of them. That when I saw that, I'm like, look at the beard. What, how do you get that going? I know. Yeah, yeah. Give it another two months of this shit. It'll be back in full strength, buddy. Look at me. I look like Father Time. <laughs> I look wonderful. You, you, you do look like wisdom. Like, there's... There's no way you don't get a math problem, right? Or don't have some advice. If Come on. Advice, I feel like I should be telling you my sins. You look like a father, not father time. That's so great. What a what a great priest you would be. <laughs> you wouldn't even diddle the boys. Jesus. Hey, things are changing. I was an altar boy. You were? Uh, you were? You want how to did that go? You want to hear a great story? Yes. Um, I was... Not liked by my grammar school principal, Sister Grace. She hated Understandable. It. And I was only in sixth grade. It was Catholic school, so we did one through eight. And uh, Father Cohen needed... Uh, Father was, Cohen? Yeah, he was from Ireland, man. He was, you had a Jewish um, priest. No, Cohan, C-O-H-A-N. He had the Irish brogue. I mean, it was like something right out of a right out of a Bing Crosby movie. You know what I mean? And... Um, he, they needed a new head altar boy, whoever it was that graduated, and he picked me. And Sister Grace lost her mind because, like, she was like, why would you pick him? And he said, because he'll make sure that everybody gets where they have to be. And I thought that was so nice. And it drove her fucking crazy. For three years, she had to deal with me being the head altar boy. But I took <laughs> it. I never let him down. Make sure everybody, if someone canceled last minute, I got my ass there and I I did I did I was very proud of that I was I was like so into it you know what I mean six so you were like a fixer you were a what? fixer for church you were like a what? fixer for church you're like Michael yes. Clayton yes. <laughs> I was the Michael what Clayton wine it's the altar boy he'll fix it <laughs> how are you buddy I'm okay buddy I'm tired today I didn't sleep well the other day I got like three hours of sleep and now it's going to take at least six weeks to get over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough. I haven't been sleeping well at all. This has been, you'd think being home, I'd be able to sleep like a champ. I have the worst hours ever right now. Yeah, I don't well, know if anyone's sleeping well right now. I don't think anyone's going to brag I, about, yo, know, those three months of uncertainty where I stuck, stuck at home, I just slept like, like a baby. I like don't think I, anyone's going to say I that. I hate to say it. It's the best sleep I've gotten. Maybe Get out of home. I swear to God. I... I've, you know, I've been watching, um, I've been watching uh, that John Adams uh, thing on that was on HBO about twelve years ago. The John, uh, yeah. with, and it's, and I'm real. I'm, I love American history, so I'm watching that, and it's like midnight, and I can't keep my eyes open. Like I'm like, you ready to go? And oh, I, I'm so I go jealous. to bed around twelve, twelve thirty, and I don't. I get up about eight. It's the weirdest thing. I, I don't know why I'm getting eight hours of sleep. Like it, Doctor Oz would be proud of me right now, man. man you know, this, is, this is the healthiest you've ever been. That way, yeah, I'm walking <laughs> four miles a day and sleeping like a baby. It's the weirdest thing. But I'm here. Like you look so fresh. But that's why you look so fresh right now. That's, that's, that's why I look like Father Time. Buddy, so you don't look like Superman's dad. You look like one of his uncles, and that's like. <laughs> You look like Chael or some shit. <laughs> so a couple of things before we go here, because we got to do the drinks and the jokes and all of that. I am calling I am calling myself working man today. James, I'm doing this thing. Brian Flammer, you were so close on Wednesday to getting this right. 
Every day I put a different name and it's a theme. If you guess the theme, you win one of my T-shirts. So on Wednesday, wow. I did, you're going to get it. On Wednesday, I did Limelight. On Thursday, I did Witch Hunt. And today I did Working Man. I, I don't know if, so if you can guess what that theme is. You These are all me. things you dressed up as at a bathhouse. No. Well, well, yes, but that wasn't where I was going. <laughs> that's, Witch that's, Hunt is very popular in bathhouses. Now, <laughs> now we got that out of the way. So if anybody can guess who uh, what my theme is, please do it because I'm really getting tired of doing this shit. And, and please um, write in, write in uh, comments. We want to hear where you're from. Who's uh, listening in? And we want to hear you bust Richie Byrne on what working man means. That is that is the thing we forgot before, Mark. That Joel, thank you, Joel, for writing. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, John. That's fun. Thank you, John. Hi, Janet. I saw Janet. Father uh, said you look like you should be selling discount jewelry. I saw it. Discount. I saw it when he wrote it. Stop. I look like I should be selling carpet, so I can't laugh too hard. Ryan, oh, make it the Ryan. Fig, tell me what you think this uh, theme is. So, what are we drinking today, boys? What are we drinking? Uh, James, you want to go first, buddy? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, Coke Zero. <laughs> what? What? You're on but, drink jokes. Fucking five o'clock, Richie. It's, on, uh, okay, it's five o'clock. Happy hour, buddy. Now I drank know. vodka last night. You what? I drank vodka last night. Well, don't don't patronize me. You didn't have, who cares what I think. You don't have to drink because I tell you to. But I don't want to let down the show. Thank All you. Right. <laughs> you, have, you have standards, and I'm not here. I want to carry my weight. He's John a Hamilton, player. you're close, but you're not there. You're close. Just like uh uh James Matter, one of my favorite nah. people. Yeah. And she also yeah. said you have a mullet. I know. Like, who cares? She's, She's my favorite commenter right now. I don't have a mullet. No. Yes, you do. I, have you a great, I kind of do. You got a good I'm, head of hair. That's I got I have hair. See, good head of hair. Bald men love me. Like, people with hair make fun of my hair, but anybody without hair just loves my hair. Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Richie, what are you drinking there, buddy? I got a little Merlot today. Oh. Merlot. Did I see ice cubes in that? No. Okay, good. No, no. I am uh I am drinking a nice local beer. Yards oh, Brawler. It's a uh it's a beautiful champion ale. It's brewed onto others as you would want brewed onto you. It is very good. <laughs> now, James. Sir. <clears throat> I want to talk to you about this bit we just saw. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was a shitty baseball player and was a great soccer player. So wow, uh, it, it, Richie it played me. the goalpost. It hurt me that you said that. It hurt me. I mean, but that's what it is, right? Like I was that kid who couldn't hit. It's so embarrassing. It, I love that Mitch Hedberg bit, you know, where he was like, "I wish I could play little league now. I'd fucking kick some ass." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I wish. I wish I just didn't care now. Like it's, I cared so much. I was so scared to strike out. I walked like 30 I times. I know, I know. 30 times because I was scared to swing. When, when I was in practice, I could hit like a bitch. And then the minute a game would come in, I, I couldn't hit at all because it got, under got pressure. my head. It just you get the shakies? Yeah. You get the shakies, baby. The yips. Got my head, man. Yeah, yeah. So how are you, buddy? Man, I'm all right, bro. How are you holding up there at 5 o'clock in Vegas? Buddy, it's the weird – I mean, I sleep in shifts. I uh, go to bed like – Somewhere between uh, 
twelve thirty and two. I wake so, up somewhere between four fifteen and six thirty. You're like a frat guy in Vegas. It's or, or an old man. I don't even know. I then eat two <laughs> bowls of raisin bran. I take some Advil for my gout, and then I either watch Boardwalk Empire or work on songs, and then hopefully sleep again and run it back. So, James, I got to ask. Uh, you got the gout, buddy. How uh, do you know what's causing it? Yeah, yeah, fucking diet? bad genes. If I ever meet my, my biological father, son of a bitch is going down, bro. Coke Zero. That's what's called. Coke Zero is keeping me alive. I think it's making the other foot good. I have arthritis since I was in my 20s in my left big toe. And for some, I think I had the gout when I got it discovered and haven't had it since. So that's been a good 14-year run. So maybe this will be like a poor man's Haley, Haley's Comet. And every 14 years or so, it comes back. And I'll be braced for it in 2034 and children will line up with microscopes and telescopes and uh you know buying themed uh matchbox cars of james Matterin's gout please and it's gonna be a big deal mark you really, you really know how to speak to a fella huh <laughs> <laughs> so that's what i do um i'm working so i got uh i've got some project man God bless computers and that, so we can we can do work while we're not on stage. Can you imagine what this would have been like forty years ago for people? Unbelievable! Yeah, it would have been a lot of hangings. Let's just be honest. Yeah, Let's get morbid. It's going to be true. Um, I have GarageBand on my phone. I spend two to six hours a day making songs. I have about please four done already do. and three in progress. Please don't do. Please don't do. Uh. 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 uh rip-off versions and making it about the coronavirus? No, no, they're all instrumentals right now, baby. Okay, no, no, no parody. What are they called? I can't even think of the name. Song Song parody. parody. Don't do any song parodies about the coronavirus. Mark, the next uh, coronavirus joke that I see on Facebook that's funny will be the fucking first, okay? I'm I'm over (laughs) it. There's so much hacky shit. There's good takes. I think think, uh, when we all get back, God willing, you know, in 2024... I think there's some great takes about us having to live like this, but oh my god, I'm just seeing the worst shit. I'm just lazy. I gotta be honest. I, my civilian friends are way funnier than my comedian friends when it comes to talking about this yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, comedians are all trying to go for the same five jokes, and it's like, and you don't hold it against your civilian f- uh, friends for saying something hacky. Yeah, that, that's the you're like, good for you. You're trying to be funny. It's like you're a banker. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking to Vinny Nardiello and Vinny Nardiello Jr. right now, Mark. <laughs> you guys are just killing the comedy world. <laughs> I love the cop, baby. I love it. Come on, man. I'm all about it. I'm supportive, but man, when you act a fool, I'm here yeah. to tell you. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just it's it's re- Facebook is like a wasteland right now. You you walk through the dregs of society to, to get find one little nugget of something remotely funny. Yeah, I mean, there, let's say this: there's people doing some really beautiful things on Facebook. You want to get positive, y'all, man. Everyone, go follow Ted Alexandro, who is one of the gleaming lights of this pandemic. Is just killing it. He's putting Kellen, pitching. He's hitting five run home runs. Five runs. He's he's hitting in the pitcher. The pitcher's rounding the fucking mountain too, man. He's rounding the diamond. Five run home runs, man. <laughs> uh, Teddy's great. <laughs> he's beautiful. I Yo, love. He has a good social conscious. He's also uh, he's also very funny, and that's a good combo when you're one 
and not the other, it's rough. It's a little R U double F, baby. <laughs> I gotta Repeat ask twice, where, rough, rough, like a dog. Where did you get your gift of gab? You have such a great way with words. I'm still trying to find it, baby. Uh, <laughs> probably too much wrestling growing up, and uh, probably listened to the DJs when I was a kid. You know, hey everybody, remember DJs? Remember them? You remember regular radio? That used to exist, dog. <laughs> they might be coming back. Shit, the way things are going. Everybody's doing podcasts now. That's all that's out there. Give it a listen. Dude, I finally got this laptop because I've had this idea. I was supposed to, about this time um, in the regular world, start recording a podcast in a studio. I had this idea for a while. It's greenlit, network. I now have the computer <laughs> to start putting it out now. And I'm like, holy shit, everyone has 17 podcasts now. And I yeah. feel like a big hack. And I'm like... Why even compete? Who cares? There's, there's isn't too much. What, what am I doing? It's just another tree chopped in the forest. Right. Well, yeah, that's, but, how, that's how I felt about this. But yet, I'm getting a good night's sleep and you're up all night. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you're getting a good night's sleep even though you know Krypton's going to fall apart and you're going to send your nephew to Earth. It's crazy. <laughs> He's going to get power from the, from the sun, though. So let's talk business here. Oh, my goodness. You are... Well known in the New York circuit for doing great work as a host. You're one of the best MCs in the business. Yes. And in uh, and, and the city, the, the MC is the most important part of a show. Absolutely. On the road, they treat him like shit. Yeah. You know, it's which gotten is worse a shame. On the road. It's gotten worse on the road because when I started, um, we used that. It, it was a basic show. And your show was you had an MC who went up, did 15 minutes, like clockwork. 15 yeah. minutes. The middle went up 25 minutes. Like clockwork, middle did. MC went back, did five minutes, which was very important, five minutes. Because that was the time where everybody got more drinks, everybody went to the bathroom, whatever they were doing, that was your time to get everybody back in, in focus to bring up the headliner. And shut 45, and that's the way it was done. That was the show. Today, you go on the road and you got some guy going, uh, we don't even bring in an MC. You know, some club owner's going, I'll go up and do it. You got a, a young guy, oh, a young guy going, Yeah, I'm not gonna do any time in between. I'm gonna I'm like, no, yeah, you're supposed yeah, but you know what? They're all going to the bathroom. No one's listening to me anyway. That's because it's your fucking job. Yuck. It's your job. Yeah, yeah. I did Yuck. it, you do it. And I I'm a fan of the old Boston way where the headliner hosted the show. Yeah, You want the most stage time? You host the show. And guess what? You also book the comedians that are going to be on your show because it's your show, your friends. You bring the energy. You bring what's going to happen. That's interesting. I, I ended up doing that in Atlantic City last year at Atlantic City Comedy Club. Um, two shows, the early show, the MC doesn't show up. The middle, usually uh, MC's there, I guess. And he was looking forward. You know when you're young and you can tell that, I just want to do a set. And he, he just, that's all he wanted. And now he hears he has to almost host. It's like, no, that ain't going to work, dog. I, I ended up warming up the show, giving him the set, and then coming back. And it was fun. It was fun. It's also, man, you know, dude, it's probably not ideal. But you know what you're getting with you. So if you're hosting for yourself, you know how you're going to set the table. 
Yeah. It's it's a wild card sometimes, man. You don't know what that kid's going to do up front. So at least it's you. Now, yeah. if you've well up front and you have to come back and do like 40, well, buddy, what do you, then it's time to start thinking about podcasts. Then it's start time <laughs> to think about uh, other things, man. But well, I think uh, a perfect show should be it's an evening with James Matterin. You go up, you do 20 minutes. Then you go, hey, you guys are all, you know, a great crowd. I want to introduce you to a couple of my buddies. You bring out two comics that are your friends that you're yeah. vouching for. You're not doing the fake shit where you're going, oh, this next guy's great. He's a good friend of mine. Meanwhile, you met him three minutes ago in the green room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're bringing your real friends up who you want to be associated with. You do the show with them, and then you close out the show with another half hour. That is how a show should be. And Boston did it right back in the old days. Interesting. But now, I kind of like that. First of all, hey, can I go back for a second, though? I love, I love the, uh, oh, a good friend of mine you just met. I hate as an MC when I meet someone. It's like, because, you know, I think it's your job to uh, present the act how they want, you know, to yeah. a limit. Some people go crazy. Here's one of them. Hey, what do you want me to say? That we're good friends. Yo, I don't even know how to enunciate your last name. Yeah, I'm going to mispronounce your name. Yeah, I don't Um, know who you is, dog. I ain't going to lie to the people. Your next act is a good friend of mine. Give it up for for Jeef Sababan. And his name's like Johnny Sussman. Like, yeah. (laughs) What a son of a bitch. I once was doing a show with Panette. And and the MC said to Panette, what do you want me to say? And Panette, he's so great. He goes, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's like, you know. They, yeah, my my feeling on this is uh, if if I need credits for you, for me to kill, then something's wrong. So just you yeah. can do whatever you want. That's my feeling on it. And then the MC turned to me and I go, "Say I've been on HBO Comedy Central." They <laughs> go, "I'm not John fucking Panette." And Panette started laughing. At well, there's a there's a certain thing but where like, it's like there's part of me. see him. You know, like, of course, the, he doesn't need credits. They're his fans. But yeah, <laughs> well, yeah if you're there to see a specific comic, he's a draw. You yeah. don't have to really. You can just say, guys, here he is, John Panette. Right, it's John Everybody Panette. there's there to see him. Right. Like, you don't have to say you may have seen him on. Yes, we have. That's why we're here tonight. We yeah, have yeah. seen him. I want to bring up Seinfeld once just so I could say you saw him on the second Rodney Dangerfield special. That's terrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what and he just wants simple. You, you guys <laughs> like the gospel when they, when they pop in. It's just like, what do you want me to say? Less is more. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah. you might know this guy. Give it up for Louis C.K. and the place would erupt. I mean, this yeah. was years ago, everybody. But <laughs> erupt, erupt might not be the word you want to use. But <laughs> uh, the, well, uh, so well, you 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 brought up name some because you are. I didn't really finish my thought. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the road, but in New York City and probably LA too, I'm sure. Um, and Boston, it's more important that that MC is usually one of the best in the in the business. They they got to be strong because yeah. you are carrying a possibility of someone going up and taking a shit right on stage, and you have to clear it before you bring up a famous comic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a possibility Chris Rock walks in and some guy's up there bombing. It's his second time on stage. You better be able to get the crowd ready because Chris Rock doesn't want to have to go up and get his audience together. You know? So, oh, yeah. 
So that when you get brought in as the MC, in uh, that's really a big deal, and, and you're 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 a name that always comes up. When, what? Like who's a good MC? It's a oh, matter. Well, when we just mentioned this the other day on our Vic episode, you go to the comic strip, you know the MCs are going to be Matterin, used to be Vic, used to be William Stevenson. Like, there's there's a degree of people. Mike Britt's another great host there. Right. That, that there's there's a degree at that club that you know every time you walk in, whoever's hosting is going to be a killer. Well. Check is in the mail. Thank you, boy. So who, <laughs> who are some of the big names you've you've opened you've uh, when you're hosting and they came in? You said Seinfeld doesn't get much bigger. Seinfeld, cute. Put place erupts. Just yeah, people go banana. You could just just one banana. They just go crazy. Uh, I love I love when he gets up and the place is going, and then he he, he finally they calm down. He goes, now you have something to tell people at work tomorrow. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. Yeah. The funniest um, Louis, ever was Louis, uh, Sarah Silverman. People go nuts. Judd Apatow. People went nuts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, who did I bring up, man? The one everyone loves. Ron I mean, White. Cool. Ron White, who was like, he was the one who said, "My ex." He got serious. We're kind of chit chatting. I go, "So, what would you like me to say?" He goes, "My experience, less is more." And so <laughs> I went up there and I go, "Ladies and gentlemen." Ron White, and he came up to me. He paused with the sky. I go, "Fuck yeah, dog!" And then I brought the drink back up. You're not supposed to do it, Gotham. And I did like a what are these? I did like a, a toast with him, a chink. And he gave me another one. I was like, "Mm-hmm, boy." I don't know why I made him Foghorn Langhorn. I mean, Southerners always are oh, that, and they just call everyone say boy. Say boy. Listen, boy. I, uh, I I worked with Ron once, and it was at the Laughing Skull Lounge. And uh, when I went to bring him up, uh, there was a there was well there was like a contest, and then he went on at the end. And at the end, I was announcing the people who, you know, the runner up, and and you know, and then the winner of the contest tonight. And I announced the guy's name, and Ron just rips through the curtain, and goes, "Bullshit! I was funnier than all these fucking people." <laughs> he's he's an awesome, awesome guy. He's um, a beast. Yeah. Another great. Speaking of giving odd credits, um, I was working with Provenza in Atlanta, and I brought him on stage, and I said, "You, you know, out of all of his awesome credits for any comedy nerd, I brought him up as you may remember him from Empty Nest." Wow, <laughs> Paul Provenza. He goes, "How the fuck do you remember I was on that show?" <laughs> yeah, do you, do you find that it's tough when people tell me whatever and they've done stuff, and I try not to be a fanboy as a professional, like in this industry. Like I'm a host, I've got to present myself well to present everyone. But man, it is tough because I, I sometimes work with people who are on my favorite TV show ever, and it's tough. Yeah, not, not like, to Janine Garofalo was in. Her and Todd Barry are both in Larry Sanders, my favorite show. She's also my Janine was in an episode of The Sopranos, my second favorite show. So part of me wants to be like, hey, can I uh, say that you were on my two favorite shows, Larry Sanders, Sopranos? Like a big goober, like a big, like a big chucharoon. Chucharoon. <laughs> what did she say? Stupid fanboy. That's what she said? No, this my, my inner voice. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> the pandemic uh, and quarantine keeps going on. I'm going to hear more of them, just so you know where things are going. There's going to be a lot more voices in this head. Now, how long were you doing comedy before you came to New York? You started in Vegas? 
I had five on it, baby. Five years. Okay. Uh, I thought I was a veteran. Yeah, I thought I was a real You're a grizzled pro. vet. Real hey. chisel pro. He had the two-mile stare down. Was there a lot of work <laughs> to get in Vegas starting out? Because I would think Vegas would be hard to. Not in the least. They yeah. have so much more opportunity here now that I'm jealous of. And yeah. uh, it's crazy. We would fight for stage time. Yeah. Shuli and I came up together. We had a little crew called the Renegades of Comedy, which no one's bragging about, but we'll bring <laughs> it up. And, you know, Shuli's told the story a million times. He used to work at McCarran Airport pushing people in wheelchairs and would take a break and go to the uh, Greek Isles in Sandy Hackett's club and bomb to get experience. Because, every I mean, that was the roughest rip. Oh, my God. Take your worst 10 bombs and just shove them up your ass because they're nothing like we experienced at the Greek Isle. And if you ever did okay, it felt like you just won the Super Bowl. Like, it, and you came, and not only won the Super Bowl, you came back from like three touchdowns in the fourth. And you were like, yeah, it was so bad. And I also used to do that. There used to be a show at the Bourbon Street. Bourbon's one of these shitty casinos. I used to wait tables at Margaritaville. I would take a break, run to this place in my stupid Hawaiian shirts from Margaritaville and go bomb for 20 minutes, come back, and have to pretend, hey, so how was the nachos? And do that shit. Really? And I was taking an hour and a half, but I couldn't get fired. I remember, Take I remember, that, non-union. Take that, scabs. What are you going to do? I remember Jay London used to pull up to clubs in his cab that he was driving, jump up on stage, do his time, get back in the cab, and go pick up a fare. When you're the trying to find ever, cab, you have to get them wherever you can. He would get off stage and he'd go, I'm heading over to the strip. And a comic would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hop yeah. in the car with you. And then when he'd get in the car, he'd turn the meter on. Yeah, he'd turn the meter on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Jay So who's, uh, out of all the all, all the greats that you have brought up on stage, who have you been most starstruck by? Oh, man. That's interesting, dude. Because like, working at Stand Up well, New York, I met everybody. Me. I met everybody. It's a two-way tie. Richie Byrne and Mark Riccadonna. Guys, do I know how to... <laughs> oh, boy. Do I sound like someone watching uh, Boardwalk Empire? Am I playing politics or what? <laughs> Yo, I, I brought up Chris Rock years ago on a Saturday. I was, I was starting to do weekends at Stand Up New York. Real crazy thing happened. No power. I can't remember if it was bad weather or what, but they had no power at Stand Up. They still did the shows. Um, I think they lit candles. We went without. We did that during the blackout. What's that? During the blackout, we put candles up all over and did a show. Yeah, it's fun. We kind of did that. Yeah, after Sandy, I did a show. I think on Halloween at stand up, and it was kind of like that. So, um, but this we had no power. We had no amps, and Chris stopped in and was like, "I want to work out new stuff." I brought up Chris Rock with a fucking microphone, and I'm (laughs) nervous because you feel a lot of pressure. And, uh, I mean, you know, the first time you see Bring the Pain and, and Bigger and Blacker, it's like, I'm a, I was, you know, just starting. And I was like, God, this is the greatest things ever. So someone you admire, and then you bring them up in the worst situations ever. It felt like medieval times. It, it almost <laughs> felt like we were doing Shakespeare. Oh, my and God. So it was crazy. It's the weirdest situation ever. Yeah. So when Saturday Night Live had their big reunion, every cast member came into the city and they all wanted to do sets to get their juices going yeah. before they had to do it. So we had one night that it was like 
Kevin Nealon, John Lovitz, David Spade, Chris Rock, and it just like a cavalcade of all these greats. And wow. they had a contest to see who would get the biggest applause. It was like, it was so funny and it was so fun to watch. I mean, uh, we talked about them earlier. Um, Hannah, they're, they're, they're all Yo, Hannah. And, uh, he was on and, uh, it was just, it was fantastic. The, um, uh, let's see here what we got. One of the best shows um, in Torrington. Oh, shit, man. He's talking on her phone. Let's hear this story. Tell this story. We can always go back to... Do you know? Do you remember this, James? I don't. I, 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 vaguely. I just remember there's a bunch of Yentas yap yapping up front on the phone and all that. And I think I had to give them their biz, the business. And if I'm not <laughs> mistaken, I end up making out with one of them. And, and my ride was going back and I had to go back. You, oh man, the heckling girls who suck that you tell them where to stick it always want to throw. They always want to throw, gang. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Richie? Who, who have you been starstruck by? Starstruck. Like working at Stand Up New York, I had to put on a professional face and deal professionally with Seinfeld, Robin Williams, George Carlin. You name somebody, they've yeah. come through um, those doors. Uh, I guess I, to some degree, uh, Rodney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I met Rodney and we got drunk and and I said to him, I go, I just got drunk with Rodney Dangerfield. And I said, I, I can retire now. And he went, you should. And, I <laughs> and you didn't take advice from the great one. And it was the funniest thing because I really didn't. Like I walked right into it. You know what I mean? And I didn't <laughs> oh, see great. it coming at all, man. You know? So Rodney, probably Rodney was was a big one. Uh, I met Carlin. Carlin was that was cool. Yeah, uh, Carlin was great. Uh, he was so nice, Carlin. You know, he I got to so meet him and I got to talk to him on the phone. Yeah. And the funny thing is, of all these greats, these huge comics that have come through, I actually was just talking to Tony V about this. The only time I was ever starstruck was um, was uh, uh, Bobcat Goldwaith. I went to. Wow. I was, I was in the tremendous comedian, by the way. I I oh I've looked God. up to him since I was a little kid, and then when I found out that he got in the directing, I love all of his movies. Yeah, his movies are great. And I was at the Woodstock Film Festival. I had a short film in it, and he was premiering his Bigfoot movie. And I went to the screening, and after he was like, "Yeah, if you have any questions or anything, just come down and talk to me." And I went down and was a 13 year old girl i was just oh my god and then uh i did uh, uh <laughs> i didn't know how to act i was like watching myself make a fool out of myself right i um i'm not gonna say his name but i was i was with a comedian one night at gotham at a, a it was a uh, charity event and i wasn't on the show and uh artie lang walked in oh yeah, and that's great the guy who ran the event said Hey, Artie Lang's here. I got to put you on after him because you're the only one I know who can follow him. The place is going to go crazy. So my buddy's all fucked up. You know, he's like, you know how it is. You're like, I don't want to follow somebody. And it was a sports-themed show. Oh. They were all Stern fans. The play It's all guys. They're going berserk. And every time Artie tells a joke, they all go berserk. And, I, and my buddy's going, oh, fuck, and I'm going to do it. You're a comedian. This is what you do. You're You've gonna told kill. this story. You can say his name. You're going to kill. 
Oh, I did. I, okay, and um, I think I know. I I have a feeling. I have a guess who this is. It was, it was, it was Jeff. Um, Norris. Norris. So, oh, okay. Okay. so I got him pumped. You know, I'm like Jeff. You're gonna go up there. You're gonna kill. Blah blah blah. Right before Artie's done, the guy goes up to Jeff and goes, "Hey, Seinfeld just walked in," and I go, "You're on your own." <laughs> that's uh, that's the uh the, we didn't even get to it this joke i'll do the joke of the the night um a guy is sitting at home and he hears a, a voice from heaven that says go to las vegas goes, oh okay gets on a plane he flies to las vegas and he hears the voice go Go to Caesar's Palace. He goes, okay. He walks down the Caesar's Palace. He goes, all of a sudden he hears, go to the blackjack table. Fifth one. He walks over. He counts down five. He goes over. He goes, put everything you own. Put everything you own down. He puts everything he owns down. He gets his cards. He has 18. He goes, okay, should I stay? Should I? He goes, no, take the hit. They drop it down. It's a king. The guy goes, what? And all of a sudden he hears in his voice, shit. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> That'll be our joke. Unless, James, you got a joke for us? Maybe the next time I tell one will probably be the first. So what are we going to do here? <laughs> tell a joke. Oh, Come man, on. I don't know any quick, simple jokes. Like, like. I want to know. Do my, get, can I do my act uh, to see if I remember it when we start back up in 2025? Hey guys, I live in Brooklyn. You know, real Brooklyn. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I look. I live in Brooklyn. You know, before they knocked down the Brooklyn Bridge and it turned into a state penitentiary, like yeah, in the yeah. movie we used to watch, Escape from New York. But then it became real. Before yeah, it became uh, I am legend. Horse? Yeah. What's, what's that, deal? brother? What's the deal with the horse behind you? Oh man, there's a picture, man. I mean, this is my people's house, and um. I think it's a nice horse. I think she has a couple horses here now that I'm realizing on the wall. You didn't draw nice. something when you were a kid or anything, right? No, man. This is a. <laughs> when I got here, it was the first time I've been in this house. And it's really oh, okay. nice. I thought that you were like in your childhood home or something. No, I'm not seeing anyone just in case because, uh, you know, older people, dog. Just, just in case I'm one out of the four that has no symptoms. Oh, really? Yeah. I got some high risk people, so I don't want to get no one. Man, I came here so my mental health would be good and I could relax while this was going on and all that. I did not come here to kill loved ones. It was like, hey, come here. Yeah, you're 70 and have bad lungs. I, I get that. Who knows? Boy, yeah. what happened to Madden? Man, he, he was going crazy alone in his apartment that had, you know, leaks in the, the roof and that. So he wanted to take care of himself and not go crazy. Cool. Where'd he go? Home? What happened? Yeah, he killed his aunt and uncle. Oh, why? He secretly had COVID because uh, he didn't know. Fuck. Is that the aunt and uncle I met at, at Christmas? Yes. They're the best. Oh, really? They're really great. That was the night. We had a great night that night. We went to Cap. We were, you, oh, were, you were hosting at Caroline's. Yes, sir. And and I went up and uh, uh, um, Ryan Reese and you and I went out with your aunt and uncle. Tell them I said hi. They were great. They were lovely people. I definitely will, my friend. Yes, that was a fun night. That was a fun night. There were some drunk people there that night, baby. Yeah, I had to be careful. I was careful. But, yeah, some people were getting a little hot. Right, because everybody came over from Caroline's. Yo, some people were speaking in riddles. Let's just be blunt, man. People were talking wild, man. <laughs> you, ever, you ever hang out with Greg Charles? It's been years, but the dude's an absolute legend, man. He, 
We need to get him on the show, Mark. He's got the best stories. Oh, my God. Imagine we Greg get him on the head of publicity for Caroline's and one of the best people you'll ever meet in your life. Such you know? a good dude. He yeah. has a great line about drinking martinis that I heard. He never told it to me, but he told it to the old manager, Chris at Caroline's, and it's the most accurate. And I quote him when any time anyone wants to drink a martini, they're like tits. One isn't enough. Three is too many. That's it. <laughs> Two and done, Bubba. That's perfect. Two and that done, like, so like, like Michael Jordan in college. Two and done. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Hey, Brian Flammer had a uh, guess. I know. Brian, you went too far the other way now. He, I'm going to give it to Brian. I think was, you have to. It was, I, Rush, I, it was Rush songs. Yeah. And he wrote Rush the other day. And now he's writing. Uh, what did he write? I don't even know what he wrote here. I have to be honest, Richie, you're a little oh. bit of a bitch for making him not win on the oh, guest Rush, and you were saying well, Rush songs. Can I just say that I was going to give it to him no matter what, Mark, but he guessed it on the first fucking day, and I didn't <laughs> Okay, fair game, fair game, fair game. It didn't fair matter game. what anybody said afterwards, Brian Flammer was going to win the team first. <laughs> I don't know if this works. I don't know. I mean, I just thought we'd give it a shot. I don't know if people like. I it. love it. I think it was great that All you're right, that you're doing it next week. Uh, I, I love that you want rush. I Jay. put a new uh, new name under uh, my job title every okay. day. Sure. Just well, like matter. Do you do you think basketball will come back this year? It's going to get interesting. I I heard the drop date. The drop dead date would be Labor Day. They people are like, there's gonna be no sports. Look, they'll probably be Labor some kind Day of, to come back or to end. It's a drop dead. If Dude. push comes to shove, they'll drop dead around Labor Day, and then they'll probably do like they did for the last lockout, which everyone, a lot of people think they should just do in general. Start the season on Christmas. Start the season on. That's when oh, you're start talking. Wait, you're talking a new season. Yeah, but but I'm but the drop dead for this season is Labor Day supposedly amongst the league is is. That will be the latest they will go. They're willing to go into the summer. And and then what? Then not start the next season till Christmas? That's what so like Christmas, yes. That's um, interesting. The, 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 the XFL is done. The which one? The XFL announced today that, that I feel bad for them, man. Oh, they can all get jobs. They'll be I, fine. I, I, meant, I meant the league. I, I, I wasn't a big fan, but I did watch a few games and had a couple of shekels on a couple of games. And, oh, uh, if you can bet on it. Richie's watching it. <laughs> I think their rule changes are going to get uh, implemented in the I, NFL eventually. I liked yes. a lot of what they did. They did some good a things. A lot of time. what yeah. they did, I liked. I liked a lot. But so yeah, so you that really Labor Day, huh? Wow. What I think the rumor is they're going to play everything here in Vegas. There's like two or three arenas, and so they can do things there. It's going to be purely for television. People don't realize it. They're right. going to play these for ratings. People are. Are hungry for live sports. They're going to need it. And what? How about this? Think, horse? Will you watch the horse matches? The, uh, the they're going to play horse. Uh, the uh, different players. I don't know. It's weird because they're going to be doing it like we're doing it. It's going to be. I it's going to look like you know you can gamble on it, and that's what they're going oh, for. You know that. Gonna take Paul Pierce, my boy, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Well, is he is he going to be one of them? I yeah. Don't know. I got to be honest, I'm kind of digging the fact that we don't know what's going on and it might go back to like the 50s and people are going to like really, really feel good about like going to a baseball game. When they do, yes. Going to a thing. Like we're all appreciating our families. We're appreciating the things we have. 
you know, we're taking walks together as families. We're having little things together. This might be a nice new norm. And, you know, when everything clears up, we'll get the bring back the horse or Pistol yeah. Pete style. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thank you a lot. Like, he is even Pistol Pete. The kid's 12 years old. He's talking about Pistol <laughs> Well, everyone's seen that movie. Everyone's seen that movie with, with Pistol Pete. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it I might think be. I think what's going to end up happening, boys, is I think the NBA by this and maybe even the NHL, absolute asterisk season for those Sports and for MLB because they're going to do a re- reduced season. I think I, I think there's a great chance that the playoffs are kind of like an NCAA tournament, one game yeah. or best of three, and it's its own thing. You win this year, it, it you can't really put much water to it. But man, from a gambling speculation, guys, oh, yeah. you can come at that. Giannis doesn't even have a hoop. The MVP yeah. is going to come out there missing more shots than he already does, and he doesn't have much of a shot. I'm going to tell you right now. I had my buddy two weeks before the season shut down put twenty bucks on the Rockets. Baby, if they play a tournament like that, throw that oh, money yeah. in the air. They could win a goddamn tournament like that. Yeah. One uh, game against how everybody? About, Come how on. about baseball's talking about just doing it in Arizona and Florida in the, in the spring leagues, in the uh, spring training? And, Seven double-header days. It's, it's almost it's crazy. But it's interesting because if you are an Arizona s- spring league team, you're only – they're going to change up. Like, in other words, the Yankees and the Phillies might be in the same division. And the Mets. And if, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be strange. It could be – Shorter very- season, more important games. Let's make it happen. Every sport. Shorten the seasons. Let's make the games matter and let's make it uh, – let's make it all All happen. about the mighty dollar. The longer the season, the more people – I know, but this is, this is going to have to tell it to shut up. It's going to have to stop. NBA All right, uh, we're hitting uh, 45 marks, so we're going to bring out, uh, speaking of gambling, we're going to bring out the wild card son, Joe Richardson, everybody. Joe. Great show, guys. Dude, so happy to. Strong, baby. Joel, I like it because you're like the, the substitute in soccer in like minute 75 or 80 when it's a tie <laughs> yeah. game. It's like, Zero zero or one one, and they bring you in. They see you all hopping on the sideline, and then you come in and you just take a wild shot and get the rebound. It's great. I'm bringing in fresh legs, but no offensive threat. Corey, I know they're not in the same conference. That's the point I was making. Yes, is that they would be this year. Oh boy, right. it's kind of fun. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a real weird sports year in hindsight. It's gonna be where we just did whatever we could to get through. And like right. I said, there might not be a proper NBA Finals. It might be three yeah. out of five games. It might be a one and done, but it'll be exciting, and we deserve something exciting yes. with all this shit going on. Yes, absolutely. But so, you can't hold winning it or, or not winning this year against anybody. Speaking of exciting, apparently we have some TikTok shit that I actually saw today. Yeah. And was very embarrassed by. But Richie, I feel like with your haircut and angle right now, you're about to yell, nerds! <laughs> Wait, you actually saw it? I thought this was going to be the debut. No, I, this I, is I the have, debut for me. Here's the thing about this thing. You can't unsee it. Oh, boy. This oh. is going to get... Let's, let's roll the Joe clip. The one I saw, it's... it's... I 
Oh boy. Well, well that's the good... another one I saw, and I really oh. wish I didn't see that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a second video? Yeah, the yeah. dance one uh, the, where you you don't know how to do which you're going the wrong way on the whole dance. Oh, I I, I sent it to Joey. Uh, oops. Oh, I guess. Right. We don't. We're, even gonna, we're gonna have to save it for Monday. Joey, it's gonna be a great show, Mark. Monday. Oh yeah, Richie, give us a Monday, uh, give a us a rundown. Back by popular demand, the one, the only Jimmy Canazaro. Jimmy Canazaro, uh, from Gotham, gonna be on. Talk guys, family. Home. God bless him. <laughs> he's gonna talk about what he's the last two weeks. We had him from his hospital bed, uh, James. And he was great. And he's coming on with his lovely wife, Jen Asposito, who's, uh, who also had the virus and, uh, was, and was quarantined. Obviously couldn't go see him. So that I'd love to know how hard that was for her. And we may, if he's up to it, our old pal Jeffrey Gorian, uh, who blogs and writes, is a great writer, great, does stand-up, was a guest on our show last year. and we Crushed on our show. Jeffrey if just got out of the hospital. He just beat it. And if you I guys can, uh, well, hold on, Rich. Uh, before I, I, I just cut you off for one second. If you guys can, please go on our uh, on our our podcast and look up uh, Jeffrey's episode. It's a great it, episode. It's, it's so, so good. Great. So many great old time stories, stories of yeah. old comedy. And, and also yeah. subscribe to it. Why are you not subscribing yeah, to our goddamn podcast? And Jeffrey uh, had the virus and beat it, and he's home. Thank he's goodness. home now, but he's weak, so he doesn't know if he's going to be up to it. But he's such a ham, I'm sure he'll come on. He'll yeah. be there, baby. He'll Even be if there. it's for a few oh. minutes. But guys, also, please take the virus serious. I just had a good friend, Dave Zip Zipper, who just passed away. He oh. was my first boss in New York Sorry, City. Uh, he ran um, the props department at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. He was a great dude, just passed, and I just found out today. So please do stay safe out there because it's it's real. It's definitely real. Have a great weekend. Next week is going to be some awesome shows. Awesome shows. We have some great shows coming up. Hey, we look have a for our commercial over the weekend. Yes, and uh, we have a little sketch that will play us out. James, don't, don't tap out yet. At, after the credits, we'll see after the show in the green room. Yeah, have hey, a great buddy. weekend, everybody. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Be safe over the What's weekend. So, how was your show? No, I thought it went well. And uh, apparently some guy on Twitter heckling the shit out of me. Is this the same guy as before? I don't know, but if I find out who this guy was, man, I'm going to rip his head off. You should. He's been killing you week after week. It's ridiculous, it's right? It's crazy, yeah. You catch a beer. Yeah, all right, man, I guess. Nice new computer, by the way. That ain't my computer. Well, whose is it? Probably one of them floozies you brought home. Yeah, I gotta cut down on the floozies. You're totally right, man. You look like you ate Paul Run. You make Joe Piscopo look funny. You're the worst thing to happen to Italian-Americans since the Jersey Shore. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.